Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And I'm Chris. And this is SLC Podcast. Podcast. Yeah. This is episode 82. Dustin, I didn't do that last time. You didn't. <laughs> it was episode 81 it last time. It was episode 81. 82. This is SLC Punkcast. We are a punk rock review and interview show reviewing and critiquing all genres and subgenres of punk rock music and enjoying a lot of great stuff. Thank you for joining us. You found us. You can find us um, anywhere that you can find podcasts. iTunes, Google Play, Player FM. Stitcher. Stitcher, Twitter. Shit. You can find us on places that are just fucking hijacking our episodes and playing it. Thank you for doing that for us because we do this. You know, we were talking to a band. This is our hobby, right? Yeah. It's a fucking hobby to us, but uh, at the same time, we get an opportunity to talk about music that we love. And talk to great people, meet talk great to people. amazing people. Oh, my God. The friends we've made over the last year that we've done this show, We're Dustin. coming up on two years, Chris. We're at a year and a half. You know, I, I just had... I'm wearing a Reva Rebels, Rebels t-shirt today. Um, posted a picture. I, I did like a selfie and talked about the interview that we did. Um, and some, Gr- Grayson just hit me up. Hey, man, great shirt. Love the Reva Rebels. You know, that's just somebody... It's Grayson plays guitar in two bands that we love locally. Three bands. And three bands, yes. I'm and, a monster. Oh, that's right. I'm a monster. And he's a fan of another local band. You know what I mean? Just, it's such a great scene, and we love being part of it. Thank you for being part of it with us. Dustin, there's a lot of new music coming out. What do we got? Chris, we have Concrete Elite with the Survival EP. Came out early January. Hard Evidence with Last Gasp. Also early January. Both are on Rebel a rebellion, sorry. Rebellion. rebellion. Go to Rebellion Records. Get it. Oi, listen to this, Volume 1. Oi! Give Depression the Boot. That's yes. a compilation put out by 8UP Records. That was on January 1st. We got an interview coming up about that. Not this episode, but coming up next week. So look for that. Go get that compilation. A lot of great bands. Good cause. Next up, Sunset Silhouette with Far Beyond Suburbia, January 4th. Offended by Everything with... Evergreen on January 4th. Dropouts with Punk Sounds January 4th. Chris, Erin Micklow, remember her? Yes. She is on the cover of that album by the Dropouts. She did, uh, the, there's a handful of people. They did like a, a Beach Boys Just uh, titties cover. Titties out. Not quite that, but uh, she's in it. <laughs> no bra. I'm trying to help them sell albums. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yes. Go get Dropouts, Just Punk Sounds. It already It's already out. Came out you January 4th. You have to 4th. open the CD to see the titties. There you go. Uh, GCG with first three EPs came out. Uh, they're from Salt Lake City. That came out January sixth. Minus Hope, Like Adults. That's an EP. Came out January seventh. Abolitionist, A New Militants, January seventh. That was like a seven track mini uh-huh. LP. Teresa Banks, Bridges We Build, Bridges We Burn, and that comes out January 7th. Uh, looking forward to playing something new from them coming up probably on the next episode. Okay. Uh, cool band. Uh, what do you know about Ska Punk Volume 3? That's a compilation of 142 songs. What Chris. are we going to do with that? Is that are they all new or, or is it what is it? Is I've it seen it everything? There's a ton of bands, a lot of bands I know, a shit ton of bands I've never heard of. And to be honest, I have no idea. That's something if that's you and I should probably take a look at. Pull out those bands that we don't know, and and give them a spin on the old on the old podcast here, and, and you know see what 
see if we can maybe, you know, be exposed to things that we normally wouldn't listen to and uh, see if there's something there that might be a little hidden gem. I like it. That came out January 8th. Lawless with Doomsday came out January 9th from Milwaukee. Ball of Light Flux played them a couple episodes ago. January 10th, they're coming on tour here at the Underground. They'll be here in Salt Lake on in January twenty second. Dustin, that's right. Fucking right where we saw Krang. Yes. Krang. Uh, Doug and the Slugs re-released "Power in Numbers" and "Just Another Battle" single on January tenth. "Booze and Glory" live it up single January tenth, probably uh, foreshadowing things to come. Yes. Hopefully. <laughs> the Crimson Ghost with tits and bones. Tits and bones. That's released on YouTube, and that was released January tenth. Uh, that's the only place that we've seen it so far. I think it might have another streaming source, but nothing mm. to get your hands on just yet. Mm. But go listen to it. This Means War with Heartstrings. Love This Means yeah. War. That came out January Mentioned 11th. Mentioned episode 81 that we, we you can hear us talk about it. and talk Played a about, song, played pressure. Played pressure off of it. Both fucking really big fans of This Means War. Both of us are. Yes. Um, and uh, they're friends of the show. Uh, we Had Bird on the show. Them. Yeah, you talked to him for like three hours. <laughs> yeah. That was the I, edited I think, version. Yeah, the edited version. I've was had a couple long ones. Chris from Hard Cell, that was a long one, yes. but put the edited version on that too. Yeah, dude. You edited it, whittled it down to only 55 minutes. Something like that. Jeez. All right, the Insignificant Others with their self-titled Insignificant Others, January 11th, Gutter Life, Even in Death EP on January 11th, Press Gang Union released Claret and Cobalt single. Yeah. That's a forthcoming album for them. That was Real on January 11th. Salt Lake. Yes. Bad Luck with Wish We Still Talked, single January 11th. <laughs> Let's make some noise together. <laughs> NYC Volume 1, 2019 compilation, January 14th. Heist with EP number two, January 17th. Fever 333 with Strength in Numbers, which Urs, has a 333. Numbers, that's Dustin, right. Yeah, right. January 18th, Motorhead Tribute, Damage Cases Compilation, January 18th. It's time to play the game. Thirsty Crows, Hangman's Noose, released on Batcave Records, January 18th. Yes! Love some Batcave Records, dude. The Skin Flicks with Lies, Damn Lies, and Skinhead Stories on January uh, 18th. Chris, you have a yeah, story about yeah, that? Well, yeah, it's a... It's a Play on the old Mark Twain quote. There you lies, go. damn lies, and statistics. There are only three kind of lies, Dustin. Lies, damn lies, and statistics. There we go. Perkeley with Leaders of Tomorrow, January 18th. Got something yeah. coming up. That ep- That's coming out. So a couple days, that's released. We're going to play track that on this episode. We've got, we've got a lot. Jan 18, you know, I'm going to cut you off here, Dustin. All that Jan 18 stuff, man, that's coming up in three days from where we're recording right now. Right. We've got to get on those because those are fucking fantastic. I know, All good the way stuff. Across. I've already heard the whole Skin Flicks album, and it's great. Yeah, and and I mean, definitely something we need to get in front of with that Motorhead tribute, for God's sakes. Right. Like, Last couple it. releases coming up, Chris. Short Fuse with Sink or Swim on January 22nd. Rat Boy Internationally Unknown, January 25th. The Blanks. Dropout Runaway single January 25th. And finally, Some Kind of Nightmare will be releasing Driven Red on January 25th. Dustin, who was it that we had on the show that that, uh, guest hosted for me that was such a Motorhead fan? I can't remember. Was Uh, it uh, uh, it one of the guys from one of the Psychobilly bands? Wasn't it? I don't know. 
We'll have to think about that. We'll get back to that. Chris, let's start get, playing out. some new we music. we got to get them on here is what I'm saying. I agree. Bring them that. back. Talk about the, the tracks. First one ever. <laughs> Anyways. Dustin, we got the throwouts. They are from Saarland, Germany, Deutschland. The album was Take a Stand. This came out November 2018. You know, Dustin, uh, I mentioned it last episode as well. As we go through 2018 trying to figure out what was the best of, yes? Yeah. I keep fucking running into stuff. More stuff. It's like, fuck. Can we do the best 100? I might uh, be able to whittle it down to the best 100. But then how do I pick the order? That'll take uh, me forever. Uh, uh, here's here's my here's my thing with 2018, Dustin. I thought in 2017, when you and I sat down and we started talking about bands and songs and releases and albums, we were like, oh, well, fucking Coxbar. You know what I mean? Right. There were clear choices. Sure. For me, 2017 had the heavy hitters. Yeah. American Fall, are you fucking kidding me? What a great album, right? Right. Um, and then we had, like, you know, some, some also's. This year, it felt to me like there were no real, like, there was no clear number one. There's no real, well, I, I'm bleeding. Maybe. <laughs> no clear top five. Sure. But there's 200 things that I liked. Right. Fuck. Great. Here's another one. Here's the throwouts with Love Song. Fucking great song. Check out this track. You'll love it. had kind of a quiet recording i had to blur up the master so uh hit us up give us some feedback if it doesn't sound all that great perkeely dustin yes so this is coming out uh very soon this friday perkeely yes. i didn't even know i just come across God, like I, last week i was like oh shit it's coming out love swedish punk rock i love everything about sweden the greatest man to ever walk this earth henrik lundquist from <laughs> sweden um i love i love swedish hockey i root for sweden in international play because they're the fucking best and I like rooting for the best. Yeah, USA, USA. Okay, okay, cute. It's fun. Sweet, man. Fuck yeah. Go. Fuck yeah. Uh, I love Swedish everything. Especially I love the Swedish I- bands. I love Ikea. <laughs> I love fucking Swedish meatballs. I wish my wife was Swedish. <laughs> All right. This is for uh-huh. Keely. The track is One Day. 
Their album coming out this Friday is Leaders of Tomorrow. You're already going to be hearing this, so it's probably going to be Friday when this gets released. Fuck so, yeah! January 18th. What a great day it's going to be, Jan 18, man. Great right? great releases all day. Gothenburg. Gothenburg, sorry. Gothenburg. Gothenburg? Gothenburg, Gothenburg. Sweden. We got to get good. It's probably Gothenburg. Gothenburg? No? Yeah, it's, it probably is. I think you have that right. I don't know. Fuck. Either way, I we've been schooled Swedes on how to call bet, or uh, yeah. pronounce the band. It's Perkili. Perkili, yeah. I know that fucking... No, it's Perkili. Is it? Yeah, Perkili. That's what I it thought was. it was Perkili. No, that's what we were Perkily. calling it. Perkili. Okay. Dustin. Yes. Play it. Still self-serving uh, solo. Maybe. Oh, yeah. When you hit up that high, it is. Little selfish solo, that's okay. Little, little anarchy and punk Still rock. sounds great. How to pronounce? Hold on, wait. HBO's got to do a fucking ad <laughs> for a 15-second fucking video of how to pronounce. Here you go. Hold on. Here you go. Whoa. I don't know about that. Oh. Oh, that's why. I'm trying to pronounce the name. What did I find on the internet? Hey, that track's cool. I'm really looking forward to that whole album. Perkele. Like that band. They've been around since 1993, Chris. That's like some classic Swedish punk rock right there. Good to version. Okay. Well, Chris, we played two great tracks from two European bands. Yeah. They're fantastic. Germany and Sweden. The bands I picked for this episode for my picks... You know, I love Germany. But it's not Sweden, sir. (laughs) All my picks are going to be from Seattle this time. Yeah! This band right here is called Tough Times. I've been playing bands from Seattle for fucking two months. I got a different style of band coming from Seattle, Chris. Okay, fair enough. This is... They're from White Center, which is South Seattle. Spent much time in Seattle area? Never been. I, um, I've been on the outskirts. I never really made it into Seattle. Well, Just maybe you were in White Center, which is too, South Seattle. Too then. fucking drunk. <laughs> nice. Well, this is Tough Times. This track is Rich Bitch, and they released it as a single. So, Rich Bitch single that came out February 28th of last year. All so, right. it's coming up on a year. Not quite there yet. Fair enough. Not my queen 
clapping. There's some group vocals. B-I-T-C-H, which ain't a bitch. All right, Chris, what do you think of Tough Times? All right, man. Cool to kind of have that, like, late 80s, early 90s punk sound. Yeah. All right, Chris, older, lesser knowns. You're up first. Been doing oi. We've got the blood. The blood. I never even heard of the blood before you put this in here. They're led by They're Cardinal. London. They're led by Cardinal Jesus Hate and J.J. Bedsore. <laughs> Formed in the early 80s under the name Coming Blood. It's a mix of hardcore punk, oi, heavy metal, football chants, and shock rock, Dustin. That was a nice little thing you put together there. You like that? Um, they did a lot on, like, comps and stuff. Okay. They were mostly, like, in compilations and things like that. Cool. They had, like, one, like, um, LP they released, but mostly they were kind of... Uh, breaking off to do their own things. All right. Um, this song is called Megalomania. Uh, it ridicules the Pope. It came out in 1983. Let's listen to a few seconds of it here. Yeah, I like it. I think it's cool. It's like Oi meets horror punk. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good call on that. Um, cool band, dude. Um, yeah, but like I said, they, they, there wasn't a lot of releasing there. It was doing compilations, singles, things like that. This one's been on a few, but it was their first single, and it was released on the album False Gestures for a Devious Public. There you go. So this was on that LP. Yeah, but it was okay. but it was released as a, like an extra track. So if you get the original version, if you get the extended version or like the CD version oh, or something okay. like that, that's where this is. It gets kind of sketchy when you have those old '80s bands and their and their releases. And they have like five releases, oh. and this is on one version of it. Right, right. But um, not the, the original. The original had like ten or eleven tracks. The re-release or extended release or whatever had like five more, including this one. Of course, this song's attacking old Pope John Paul II. Obsession and the exercise of power of others. This megalomania. <laughs> Think about that, that that riff right there. Cool. Good riff, huh? 
Yeah, I like it, man. I really enjoy the riffs of it. Yeah, man, came across and just looking up old boy bands and came across this track. I said, fuck, that's a good track, dude. I had it just playing in the old earphones, just fucking listened to it and was like, fuck, this is good. Really cool. enjoyed it. It's a good pick, man. Uh, You're fucking right it is. That's fucking quality, man. I've been coming <laughs> out with some fucking high goddamn quality on this show. I, I will agree. I will agree. I, the last couple cover-to-cover albums you've had, including the one coming up, I think are extremely okay. Right, but, yeah. But, oh, no, no, I know that, yeah. But the new stuff but that some, we've been... the new and the, the oi bands and, I and wish stuff that, like that and are I, really solid. And there's a lot of this. I'm, I'm like, God, I wish I didn't find this. <laughs> Trying to fucking put together that 2018 list. is just. But by the Oscars, Dustin, that's my promise to you and to those who listen to the podcast, I will have a best of 2018 by the Oscars. By the Oscars. If that's when they're doing last year's awards, then we'll have it done by right, then as well. Exactly, Fuck Chris, them. you're going to do a second great or uh, older, lesser known. Yeah, man. Talk about it. Tell us why. Just, just been listening to this fucking great album, Dropkick Murphy, Sing Loud, Sing Proud. Came out '01. Love this song, man. I don't know what it is. I, I don't really think that I ever really, really listened to this track in the past. Um, really cool that. Uh, Shane McGowan, the lead singer of the Pogues. This was during the time he wasn't with the Pogues. Okay. He's on Vokes right now. A little bit of drinking when they were recording it. It sounds like it. Isn't that great? Song about rats. So Dustin, this is a great song. Uh, the more I've listened to it, the more I appreciate it. It's got a little fife in it there. This album was the first one with Spicy McHaggis, by the way. Okay. Um, and uh, the last one with Rick Barton uh, on guitar. I don't think that Rick Barton actually played guitar on this. James Lynch did. Um, but anyways, cool song. Here's the story. In the 1970s, at the Guinness factory. Guinness is a type of beer that comes out of Ireland. It's amazing. Right from St. James Gate, sir. I'll let you know. All right. Um, and um, the vats where they would brew the beer, apparently they drained them in the 70s, and at the bottom they found a bunch of dead rats. So they took the dead rats out, and they refilled them, and, you know, cleaned it out, whatever. Well, the Guinness never tasted the same after. So they added meat to the Guinness during that brewing process to try to flavor the beer properly to make it taste right because the rats. <laughs> so this song, it's a very, it's a cute song. You know, these, come on all the rats, we'll get there between the froth and the foam. And they, they get so drunk that they fall into the beer and die. But they're calling all the rats. Come on, let's get fucked up and let's drink this beer. Right. And they're 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 getting so drunk they're falling in the vats. That's it's just awesome. such an awesome story. Now, the truth is, did that ever happen? No, but that's part of Ireland and Celtic music is storytelling aspect of it. And this no different from any others that are telling a story. Um, just a really fun song. 
I, I really love this song. Been listening to it a lot lately. Kind of had it on the old repeat. Well, that's why we had to play it here, Chris. Yeah, I, I was like, dude, have you heard this and listened to this song? There they all are. There's all the rats getting fucking drunk on Guinness and uh, a couple of them, you know, swimming a little bit too far out. They couldn't fucking, they died. <laughs> you know, they sent them to heaven. Chris, I'm going to play a couple bands from Seattle, older, lesser known. Uh, first one up is The Dreadful Children. Dreadful Children. This track is called The Pit. I like it. It's just under two minutes. It's off the album We're Coming For You. came out July 6th, 2016. Get in the pit. I think if you make a compilation of great pit songs. Pit songs. This one. Just think of Authority Zero. First one in the pit. How about Real Big Fish? Is there yeah. a Real Big Fish song within the pit? Hold Something on. Like that. Real Big Fish in the pit. Oh, there you go. It's on Team Beef. Dude, we should do that. Make our own compilation of In the Pit. Punk songs about the pit. Hold on. Oh, man. Chris. Dreadful Children, this was track 12 off of We're Coming For You. I'm going to play a little tidbit of one more song from that band because it's a very big difference between the sounds. Same sound, same band, not sound, same band, same album, but different sound. Vocals, totally different. This is United, Pissed Off, Strong and Free. Take a listen. What do you think? Totally different than I the last track, the pit right? Better. What's that? I liked in the pit better. I like them both, but they're two very different, different sounds, right? Yeah. Same band, same album. It's not even different albums. Same album. And I was torn between which to play because I like them both, but I do like the pit. The pit's my favorite. 
This is a band from Seattle. This track was United, Pissed Off, Strong and Free. That's something that sings to my soul, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, that was the second track from Dread- Dreadful Children. Next band I'm going to play is from Seattle as well. Older, lesser known. This is Kids on Fire. They're from Seattle. The song's called Cop Cars are for Lovers. This is off the album Eaten by Sharks. They released this October 20th, 2012. Chris, have you heard of Kids on Fire? Yes. Are you familiar with this song? I'm trying to remember it. Dustin, did you know that you can buy cop cars, used <laughs> cop cars from the fucking county? Auctions, yeah. Yeah, the county auctions for like pennies on the dollar, dude. Yeah, and they're pretty good cars. 200,000 miles. They take the police interceptor engines out. But have you ever seen those poor, unfortunate schlubs who are so down on their luck right now in life that they bought one of those cars and it's what they drive? <laughs> Dustin, there is a... There is a Facebook page dedicated to hating regular people who drive cars that look like cop cars. <laughs> now, it's not the biggest community, but I have just I'm joined I'm sure there's it. probably like, you probably made number 12 or something. I just joined it. And there is a push to ban vehicles that resemble police cars in Tarrant County, Texas. Probably because people are being dicks about it. Um... If you drive one, there's a meme here. If you drive one of these and are not a cop, you're a sadistic asshole. <laughs> Somebody put not a cop on the side of their former cop car that they're driving. Nice. So, what a great, uh, you know, I say check it out. Join hating regular people who drive cars that look like cop cars. It's a great community. Um, <laughs> what do you think of this track? This is, it's fun, man. Uh, I enjoy it. Chris, touring band. You know who's touring? Not sure if unmarked police car or Crown Vic with 300,000 miles bought at an auction. <laughs> 300,000 miles. Jesus dude, Christ. yeah, they do. They have like 200,000 and more miles, dude. They're insane. You and I should go. You know what we should do? We should go buy cop cars. Like former cop cars. Okay. And then we should drive around with aviator sunglasses on. Fuck. And, and then like, what? And just stare at people. Excuse me, sir. Let's roll and then just the look back forward and keep driving. <laughs> yeah, we'll get right out of that. Chris, we have some, uh, a touring band. They're coming through Salt Lake. Yeah. It's Who's coming? Su- Super Suckers. Super Suckers. Are you familiar with the Super Suckers? No. Hometown of Seattle, coincidentally. Oh. I'm playing all Seattle bands. What a coincidence. 
playing all Seattle bands, Chris. I'm on their website now, supersuckers.com forward slash tour. Yes. Um, they're going to be uh, – we can start playing. Denver tonight. Here. Denver tonight, Dustin. Salt Lake on the 17th at the Urban Lounge, She's got a man on which the is side. urban and loungy. Yeah, have you heard this song before? And I probably won't die, but it sure feels that way. Mm. And I used to be strong. I think you'll like the song, Chris. I used to be tough. Oh, and she used to be pretty, but now, now she's, she's just, just pretty, pretty fucked, fucked up. up. Nice. Oh, pretty fucked up. Oh, you like that build yeah, with that drum? Oh, yeah, let's get it going. Oh, she used to be pretty, but now, now she's, she's just pretty, pretty fucked up. Now I know people change, but sometimes that's good. That's good. But some people don't. So Dustin, they're going to be at the Larimer Lounge tonight in Denver, Mesa Theater, Grand Junction, Urban Lounge in Salt Lake on the 17th, Neurolux in Boise. On the 18th? Yeah, uh, they're going to... They're just going every day. It looks like uh, the 19th. No, they're off Sunday. Whiskey Jocks in Ketchum, Idaho. 21st at the Goldfield Trading Post in Sacramento. The 22nd at the Hot Monk Tavern in Nevada in Nevada, California. Uh, the Ritz on the 23rd in San Jose. Hey, check them out at Full Circle Brewing. I know Full Circle Brewing. That's in Fresno on the 24th. The Backstage Bar in Vegas on the 25th. You've gone to a show there. Um, you saw... Interrupters there, right? Isn't that where you went for Interrupters? Yes, I think so, yeah. Uh, The Green Room on the 26th and Flagstaff. Club Congress in Tucson on the 27th. They're going, fuck it, they're going to Auckland, New Zealand after that. Yeah, they're going to New Zealand and Australia between February 8th and February 17th. Then they they come back and go to Texas. Going to Houston at Rudyard's British Pub and Grill on the 28th in Houston. March 1st at the Parish in Austin. Uh, March 2nd, Maine at Southside in Fort Worth. March 3rd, oh, yeah, Sons of Harriman Hall. What the fuck? The Herman Hall in Dallas. March 6th at Knucklehead Saloon in Kansas City. March 7th at Gary's Key Saloon in Lincoln. That's in Nebraska. March 8th at the Marquis in so- uh, Sioux City. March 9th at the Icon Lounge in Sioux City. March 11th at the Lyric Room in Green Bay. The Beat Kitchen in Chicago on the 12th. Tiger Room in Louisville. Fuck's sake, Dustin. It keeps going. Then they go to Canada. Yeah, she used to be pretty. Now she's just pretty fucked up. Pretty fucked up. Oh, pretty fucked up. Canada on the 19th through the 24th then East Coast. Till March 30th. Fuck's sake. That Dustin. was off the album Motherfuckers Be Trippin'. It came out April 22nd, 2003. Go see the Super Suckers. I'm tripping they're, on that tour schedule. If you live somewhere they're not going, I don't know where the fuck you live. Right? Go see the Super Suckers. Hold on. They're Maybe busy. they're not going to Western Canada. London, that's Ontario. Ontario, ha- uh, Toronto, Hamilton, that's all on Ontario, Ottawa. Montreal, they're hitting Quebec. So they're only going to Ontario and Quebec. Okay. So still, if you live in fucking... Any of the plain states in Canada, you go south. Right. Busy band. I like Super Suckers. Go check them out. Chris, we're going to do some great cover-to-cover albums. Yours has already started. Yeah. What is it? Uh, Pennywise, About Time. This album came out in 1995. Um, I was trying to find a Pennywise album, honestly, Dustin, that we hadn't played. 
that was still in the 90s because I've been doing my 90s skate punk stuff. I don't think we've played anything from this album yet. No, we haven't. Um, and uh, the album itself, About Time, a bit of a concept album in that all the songs are about time. Whether there's too much, too little, not enough, oh no, she left me in time. This is the significant thing about this album from Pennywise is this Jason Thirsk's last album for his suicide. Uh, it's the band's third album. Um, it's not a commercial success, but widely considered by Pennywise fans to be their best, one of their best. A lot of the concert hits, and I picked all the concert hits. You see that? I see that. Peaceful Day, Perfect People, Every Single Day. Um, it charted on Billboard, but again, the big part of this, why did I go with this one? Jason Thirsk is playing on it. And right? it's the last one he played And with it's him. the last one, so it's kind of... Uh, I think a significant album for the band. Uh, this is Peaceful Day. Ty uh, it's the number one track, right? Track one. It is track one. Good job, Chris. Justin, uh, a good review on punknews.org from way back in 2015. Wow, taking, taking a second look. I think they did a re-release in 2015 of it. Probably. It was probably 20 years. Um, I like that they talk about how it's kind of like a, a mix of bad religion and thrash metal. Okay. Good. I think a good way to kind of, um, you know, categorize it. And of course, this was the album that, you know, a lot of local, uh, or excuse me, local, what the fuck am I thinking? Uh, Pennywise fans enjoy, and then a immediately after, Pennywise started getting commercial success, right? right? Um, broke him, which was, didn't tribute. they rewrite it to tribute Jason Thrust? Yes. Right? Um, uh, and so... The live version I, that I have, that his is the name that's uh, mentioned. Right. Um... So yeah, it, it's it's one that a lot of people who are Pennywise fans, big fans of uh, you know this style of punk, you can hear it also with uh, bands like Offspring, right? Right. You mentioned Bad Religion. Let's listen to a little bit of track. What is it? Six. Track three. Perfect people. Perfect people. Track three. Look the same. They all look the same. They all look the same. Yeah, all look the same. We are messing with that. To be so dumb and so bad, never gonna win a beauty pageant. It's a curse. Always gonna be a better drummer at the best club. How could things be any worse? Such a bad, stupid win. Perfect people won't let me in. Losing this with my name. Yeah, 
Yeah, man, cool song, uh, great band. Dustin, you got to see Pennywise live in concert. Tell us about it. Well, I saw him back in the 90s. But, I mean, at Warped Punk Rock Bowling, you yeah, got a punk chance rock to see him. Yeah, they were great. Just two years ago. They were great, uh, as per usual, just, you know, like uh, the show you went to. The, you play Broham in the end, and then there's people coming right. from the crowd, from backstage, and the crowd's so full of people, can't even see who's playing the instruments or singing the songs right. at that point, man. But they always put on a great show. Uh, you know, they're a staple punk rock band. I don't want to pigeonhole them as a you know a specific genre like skate punk. But you know, that's where they were. But they're more like an action right. sports punk band, right? You know, because weren't they the one of the bands that kind of started with uh, the punk in the surfing videos and stuff like yes. that? So not just skating, but Pennywise is an interesting band. There's there's so much about them that's out there. Um, uh, Jim Lindbergh was like the star of the documentary The Other F Word um, right. and he talked about his struggles being in Pennywise and being a father now he's going to step away from the band which he quickly reneged on and went back with the band well he started his own band during that window too Black right. Pacific right um, but nonetheless Pennywise did an album without him they did did you like that album <sighs> We talked about Zoli. We did. From Ignite. I'm trying to remember if we liked Zoli. I loved it. Was it Two really of my good? favorite. My favorite Pennywise song is one of those, and I didn't hear a single one of those tracks from that album was Zoli, obviously, mm-hmm. but they didn't perform any of those, and so I probably won't ever see them perform any of those, but one, so maybe two of my remember. favorite songs from Pennywise. Zoli's great. He is. I like um, Ignite. And that was all enough, all or nothing, right? Was that album? Yeah. Um, but there's so much about Pennywise because of these documentaries. You you hit the nail on the head. You know, the documentary 1994 comes to mind, or 92, uh, 94, uh, where they talk about what you were just saying. These surf out, uh, surf CDs. You know, what am I saying? VC, VCR. What is? What do they call? VHS tapes. VHS fuck. Tapes. Fuck me. <laughs> these surf VHS tapes, right? Pennywise, Bad Religion, these bands, these SoCal bands, this is how they got their music out. They were also on these skate videos, right? You remember watching those videos when we were kids? Yeah. Did you ever get a hold of any of those? I seen some, I didn't ever own any, but some friends had them. Right, you'd go to a buddy's house, we'd go to a buddy's house, we'd get a little high and watch skate and surf videos. And really, it was just an opportunity to get a little stoned. And listen to some cool music. Right. Is really what it came down to, right? And there was at least something to watch while the cool music was playing. Um, and like you said, you know, to label them more in the action sports realm is, is accurate of you. Uh, perfect people? Yep. This one's every single day, by the way. Yeah, I was going to say, we moved on. What do you think? Let us hear your voice. It's my favorite Pennywise song. That's what I think. <laughs> really? Yeah. Going, just going to that and done. That's it. Is it because of your love for Zoli? No. To be honest, I didn't even know who Zoli was before that. To be honest, I didn't. I wasn't that familiar with okay. Ignite. Okay. 
I just think that Pennywise did such a good job. Zoli did such a good job on that album. And it just blew out of the water. So many other Pennywise favorites of mine previous to that. Well, Chris, this is a band based out of Seattle. What kind of a Seattle, L.A. band, but based out of Seattle. It's the Drowns. This band is comprised, a band, former band members anyway, of the band Success, Time Again, and Madcap. Huge fan of Time Again. Huge fan of Success. Success, I played on the last time I did uh, Washington Bands way back. I think it was April or May, something like that. And these guys came out with this album, their first album, August 31st. This track is Overexposure, track number seven. Alright Chris, that's the first track. That is the first track from uh, The Drowns on a Plane. The album's called View from the Bottom. This is going to be the title track, Chris, but yeah. it's track number six. View from the Bottom, The Drowns from Seattle. I like this band. They have a different kind of sound. What do you think? Is there a genre of melodic street punk? It's not. The vocals aren't here. I'm gonna go melodic hardcore. I think it's melodic hardcore, huh? I don't know. Maybe. It's called street punk. Yeah, that's probably the right thing to do. Let's right. call it what it is. It's street punk. Yeah.
uh, Dropkick Murphys. Sure. Right. I, I'll go with that. I like that build right there, you know, and it's. It's a good album. It is. Not a bad album at all, dude. This is the—is uh, this their only album? Yeah, because they, they first release right. LP. Yep, it, it's fantastic. I I really enjoy it. I think they're 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 a good band, man. They are a good band. I like that. I, I like the parts of the music in the background. You know that, dun 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 dun. That was going on, but everything. But it, the ba- the song itself wasn't doing that. Right. I, I thought that it added to it. I thought it was a cool song, man. This is the last track I picked. It's called Take Me Back. It's track number two, Chris. It's a good looking album. Dustin showed me his drowned vinyl from the bottom on vinyl. Uh, very cool picture. That, that's something we saw when we were growing up, right? The the devil Halloween costume with the fucking cheap little pitchfork thing. Yeah. Right. The one side where it's got like the rubber band because it's only covers yes. like your face yes. mask. And of course, it's got the devil on the chest as well. So that way you knew this was in fact a devil outfit. Right. Right? That's so fucking 90s. 80s and this 90s is, there, right? You're saying uh, Dropkick Murphys? This part reminds me for sure. That's cool, man. It's, it's cool. I like... I like the drowns. I've been looking forward to playing the drowns since that album came out back colored, in August. What colored vinyl you get? Uh, I don't remember. Pull it out. Oh. Take a look. Good play vinyl. Did I tell? Oh, one of my one of my students had a John Lennon vinyl, 1970s vinyl. Remember those Apple vinyls that we were playing the other day? It was an right. Apple Apple Records vinyl of John Lennon. Damn. And I was like, hey, we need to talk. She collects vinyl. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, man. My new best friend, right? Right. It's like a teenage girl that collects vinyl <laughs> from the seven. Oh, red. Oh, you, you like had that? to go red. Right? Goes right? with the album. Goes with the album. Oh, that looks fucking cool, man. Fuck yeah. Is it just a... Oh, no. 
there's there's something to it. There's patterning to it, Dustin. Let's check it out, Chris. Chris oh, is gonna. Oh, it's like a. It's not shiny. It's like a matte vinyl, a matte red. Oh, with oh, it's cool. It's got like black on it. It's got the swirlies. I like that. Dude, we should have. Why the did drowns. you play it off of this? I should have. We're fucking sitting here. New project. We, new project coming up. Yeah. Vinyl. Vinyl. It's in the I'm works. Just working on it. Fuck it. Let's just do it. Yes, we'll get on that uh, very soon, Chris. We're getting ready to wrap this episode Everything up. Everything vinyl. We'll go collecting vinyl, but also music that we like on vinyl, right? Yes. That's going to be video, though. On yeah. video? On video. Fuck, i got to lose some weight. Yeah, Porky. Come on now. Holy oh, shit. <laughs> no, buddy. You don't need to lose weight. No, fuck you, Dustin. Uh, just fucking with you. Dustin from SLC Pumpcast. That's right, Christopher. <laughs> People getting in our own business now. What are we doing? All right, we're going to do some guilty pleasures. Chris, what yeah, you Yeah, man, I've been doing grunge music. I, I couldn't get away from playing this. It's a cool song. It is a cool song. But you know, Dustin, this bitch killed Kurt Cobain, dude. I, I'm not disagreeing with you, Chris. I wasn't there, but I bet that's what happened. My my uh, opportunity to talk a little bit about Courtney and Kurt. Lots of documentaries. A lot of things have been coming out about it. Uh, Soaked in Bleach is my favorite documentary about it. I thought it was the most um, open-minded and also thorough. Okay. Um, about, I mean, they went down to like what was in the bedroom closet. I mean, fuck's sake. Nonetheless, uh, what was in the bedroom closet, Chris? Do you know the the uh, the cover of the album in Yurdero? The like, it was yes. like a see-through. Kind of like a like a person, like yeah. a right. You see it the was that, that innards. Was in the oh, anyways, sorry. Um, doesn't really <laughs> matter. Neither here nor there. But anyways, okay. I'm not going to get into the court case. What I do want to talk about is the fact that, oddly enough, Hole was one of those bands. Remember, I mentioned that everybody was a little bit surprised that Nirvana was the one that got the hit, right? Right. That Nirvana was the one that got signed. They were opening for other, these other bands, and Hole was one of them. Hole was, a lot of people thought that this was one of the better bands um, in the grunge scene in Seattle in the 80s, right? In the late 80s, early 90s. Um, this song was the hit, right? The radio hit, right. Dole Parts. It's a cool song. It is. Shows that uh, they, they formed in L.A., in California, 89, and that they were influenced by Los Angeles' punk scene. Yeah. Oh, so many of them were, right? It, it, who's the other band we were talking about that was the same story, right? They went from L.A. to Seattle. Fuck. Uh, I'm drawing a blank right now. But anyways, uh, fucking Alice James. Oh, okay. Is that right? Is it right? What's that? What's that? I don't know if that's right. One of the bands that I've talked about, Soundgarden, one of them was influenced L.A. punk scene to Seattle grunge. One plus one equals badass. <laughs> well, uh, a little tidbit about this album, Chris. It was released on April 12th, 1994, which happens to be one week after Kurt Cobain died. Mm, what do you know? Bitch did it. <laughs> Colony, bro. She didn't do it herself. She fucking had somebody do it. But for the sake of Francis Bean, 
I think that she's keeping shut up. She's keeping herself drugged enough to not fucking just give it all away. And the guy that killed her, whoever did kill him, killed Kurt Cobain, they're, they're happy fucking keeping it quiet. Right. Oh, Chris. That's doll parts. You did a great job. (laughs) All right, Chris. My guilty pleasure is a band from Seattle. It was one that you were hesitating on throwing in the grunge. Yeah, I'm not going to. We we talked about it, and I was like, oh, you son of a bitch. Oh, wait, no, you're right. You're good. I I fucked up. Yeah, no, this is, you're clear. Right. This is Candlebox. They started in 1990. This album was their self-titled. Candlebox came out July 20th, 1993. This album, Chris, has been certified four times platinum in the U.S. I think Far Behind was my favorite. That was the first single. They're definitely influenced from that grunge era, right? Oh, for sure. Well, they were playing at the time. They started in 90. First album got released in 93. Is there music about morose things? Maybe. Left you far behind. Singing about you. It's for you. Yeah, you know, you hate hearing posts. They're definitely post grunge. <laughs> So they're after grunge. What the fuck does after grunge mean? It means a derivative of grunge in a style of alternative rock and hard rock that began in the 1990s. Originally, post-grunge was an almost pejorative label used to describe bands that emulated the grunge sound. Remember I talked about these are bands that don't have the spirit and soul of the movement. They copied the movement itself, right? They lose the values of the movement, okay? During this time, bands like Bush, Candlebox, Collective Soul were viewed as post-grunge. Bands that we enjoy and like that were after, right? They weren't, they, it wasn't the core of it though. Uh, it, it morphed into a tone less intense and less abrasive than grunge. Rose Promise in the 90s, made, made popular into the 2000s. Foo Fighters, Puddle of Mud, Stained, Nickelback, Creed, Matchbox 20. <laughs> all achieved mainstream success. These are all bands that, so, so again, it's not the movement, the movement itself of grunge music was based in punk rock. Right. We've talked about that, right? I played all those weird, wacky, kind of off-the-wall punk rock bands from the 80s. Right. Right? That that influenced those guys that then created that Seattle sound. Right? So what influenced them? Punk rock. What influenced the guys we're listening to right now? Nirvana. Right. Alice in Chains. Soundgarden. Hall. Whoever. The grunge bands. So they themselves, you could call them grunge, but they're playing the grunge sound. They don't have that heart and soul of a punk rocker. Three. 
Did you ever listen to Creed? I did. Were you into the, the Christian grunge that is Creed? I didn't realize it was at the time, but yeah. You just singing to Jesus and didn't even know it, huh? Uh, you got it, man. You got it. Uh, Creed, a band that I could convince my mother to let me listen to. Just like MXPX. <laughs> there you go. Right? My, my, my two Christian bands that I was allowed to listen to when I was a kid. Arms wide open, speaking to God himself, Dustin. From the mouth of babes to God's ears. Uh, how about the song Kryptonite? Yeah, Better was, I Life. I really like that. that Better I like, Life. I like Three Doors Down, a couple other songs, not the Kryptonite okay. one. one, one of how about Hold Song Stupid Girl? I know. Three Days Grace, I Hate Everything About You. Nah, it's okay. Overplayed. Okay. Um, Nickelback, you a Nickelback fan? I uh, there was a, a time dollar I listened and you got to it. your Nickelback? Yeah, right. There was a time I listened to some Nickelback. How you remind me? This is, I know every word to every Nickelback song and I've never owned a single Nickelback album. You know how? Because they. Play it. It's they played the fuck out of it, and it's that low of level of language. Huh. I watched a great uh, of music evaluation, and what they did was they took the grade level of all the lyrics of a particular song, and they did it for multiple bands, you know, throughout multiple genres. Nickelback is like third grade reading. Wow! It's like it's Donald Trump. It's the, <laughs> it's the Donald Trump of music. There you go. You heard it here. Right. Nickelback is the Donald Trump of music. <laughs> the, you know what I mean? That that, that low level. You that should be a t-shirt. Nickelback, Nickelback is, is the, the Donald, Donald Trump, Trump of, of music. music. You heard it here first. You ready for this? Yes. Play the fucking outro. Oh, you weren't ready. Ah, ha, ha, ha. 